On today's Spotlight on KRWC, we're going to talk 4-H topics. We reserve this time each month to uh, talk with representatives with Wright County 4-H and the University of Minnesota Extension Service. And Kim Fox joins us for our monthly visit. Kim, good morning. Good morning. We're into fall here. I was saying to somebody recently that I don't know what happened in the month of September, but it's gone. It just flew right on by. <laughs> it really did. Yeah, it was, uh, went amazingly quickly. But that means that there is uh, new things brewing here for uh, 4-H and uh, actually the start of a new year. Your fiscal year runs kind of fall to fall then. Yeah, so our year tends to end with all of our state events. So we have the state fair, state shoot, state dog, state horse, and then we start our new 4-H year. So it's a very exciting time of year for us. We are always welcoming new families and inviting back our families that have been with us for many years. Um, so it's just fun to see our clubs getting back and starting new things again and planning for their upcoming year. What is What goes on with the, um, the planning? Or uh, I suppose it varies from club to club, but um, do they have uh, meetings where they suggest things that they would like to do or, or how does that work? So usually in August or September, uh, clubs will sit down and they'll fill out their club charter. And on that, they have um, a list of what they do every month for activities, um, if they do a club meeting, if they have any outings or educational opportunities. So they really set their whole calendar for the year about this time. Okay. All right. So that's each October. And then, um, you know, I suppose each club has, um, you know, certain things that they you know, tried and true things that they've been uh, doing for a long time that they'll continue, and then there's uh, things they'll work into the schedule too. Absolutely, and a lot of times clubs ask the 4-H'ers, like, what do you want to learn about, or what would you like to go and do, um, and they try to work those into um, the club's year. Is this about uh, the time when um, new, I suppose that maybe is all year round, but our new members uh welcomed in anything official at this time or uh, this is always a good time to join as a new member because you have the opportunity to really get that full year of 4-h but yeah new members can join at any time there's nothing official but we do always um give our new members a variety of different um information points so that they feel welcome and have a lot of information about 4-h coming in we're talking with Kim Fox with uh, U of M Extension and uh, in particular with uh, 4-H. you got a number of other things that are coming up here as the uh, fall moves on a little bit. A leadership Summit, tell us about that. So our Leadership Summit, um, some might know as officer training. So every club has uh, youth officers that serve in their president, vice president, secretary, um, treasurer role, and some clubs have even more officer positions. And we give them the opportunity to really learn how to lead their club at the Leadership Summit. So they go there and um, they're taught by other Extension educators, um, youth who have served in that role, or adult volunteers. And they have the opportunity to do that on October, November 19th. And then at that same time, parents and volunteers can attend a volunteer training. So it's a really great opportunity where every, the whole family can come and either do the youth portion of the training or they can do the adult portion. And what's uh, in it for the kids if they take on these uh, leadership-type activities? Or uh, They get a lot out of it, too, don't they? 
Yes, they absolutely do. And each of those opportunities gives you the chance to learn how to speak in front of a group. Uh, if you're a treasurer, you learn some really good math and accounting skills. Uh, the secretary learns very good organizational skills. Um, some of our clubs have additional officer positions, like um, they manage social media accounts, or they help with um, certain fundraising events, or they lead um, certain activities in the club, and really gives youth the opportunity to learn how to plan and um, work with their peers and as well as adult volunteers. It's an awesome opportunity. All right, and this, again, is what date? Uh, it's November 19th, and it's here in Buffalo at the New Government Center. So it's really close by for all of our Wright County 4-Hers, and we hope many of them attend. Sure. And is there a, a cap on how many can attend, or is it kind of open to anybody? Um, there's not, okay. no. So we welcome all of our club officers and volunteers to come to the training, and the more the merrier. Sure. Um, and then we uh, won't. We hope it might hold off for a while, but we'll be into winter events here before we know it and uh, talk a little bit about that. So we're starting to think about winter, believe it or not, and we have some really exciting things happening this winter. Um, for the first time, we're offering a winter 4-H camp, and that will be held out at um, um, Bertram Park by Monticello, and we're going to be offering that in partnership with Wright County Parks and Recreation. So youth in 4th through 7th grade will have the opportunity to come in on a Friday afternoon, and then they'll leave Saturday night, and they'll get to do all sorts of outdoor winter activities like snowshoeing and cross-country skiing. Those are getting uh, more and more popular. You know, some years it works out a little better when we have uh, a little more snow, but um, the uh, outtime winter, uh, outdoor wintertime activities are really uh, getting a full head of steam here. They really are, and it's a fun thing to do in 4-H when we not, can't necessarily do some of our typical summer things. So it's a great opportunity for kids to get together and enjoy each other's company. And the uh, months for that usually start, uh, I suppose, anytime we get um, the snow on the ground, but uh, starting, what, late November, early December, and then through the winter? So this particular camp is actually going to happen in February, okay. and we're doing that in hopes that we have a good amount of snow by then. Yeah, all right. And uh, any particular things that uh, people need to um, know as far as uh, being kind of qualified to be a uh, counselor for the winter camp? Um, you need to make sure you're in ninth grade, and then there'll be uh, application and interview process. Uh, that will be coming out in this upcoming 4-H newsletter. So if you're interested in being a leader in that pro process, um, be sure to be on the look for that. Kim Fox is with us with Wright County 4-H. You know, we uh, are coming off a state fair season where we had multiple uh, ambassadors uh, help out with the state fair program, which was uh, amazingly good. And now uh, the 4-H ambassador program, again, is uh, going to be mobilizing and, and moving forward here again this year. Yeah, we were really excited. Um, Wright County had a record number of state ambassadors. We had four state ambassadors this year, um, which is really, really exciting to see them take that next step and um, have a leadership role on the state level. And then we also had two agriculture ambassadors, which is a state-level ambassador program that's focused more on 
um, the agriculture aspects. So youth have the opportunity to uh, meet stakeholders in the agriculture world and lead projects and programs there. And again, uh, it, I think that if I remember correctly, that was uh, uh, certainly a first for Wright County, but I, it's got to be uh, pretty unusual or uh, not very often that uh, one particular area has that many representatives as uh, state ambassadors. Yeah, it's very rare. I've never heard of four before. Um, and we were just very proud of all four of our 4-Hers. We knew they were great candidates going in, but we were very surprised to have all four of them chosen. So it was a really great day. Have they touched base with um, 4-H leaders like yourself or uh, Kelly and, and talked a little bit about the experiences they had? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've had the opportunity to talk to all of them, actually, and they had a really awesome time at the State Fair. Um, they were all down there for the entirety of the State Fair, so they had the opportunity to lead um, a variety of people, give tours of the 4-H building, lead activities and events down at the State Fair, uh, help with livestock shows. They were there um, really leading all sorts of different things and had a great time. Um. It's been a great, great season, and just reviewing, I think we probably reviewed it once before, but just the Wright County 4-Hers in general had a good time at the State Fair, too. Yeah, we, had, we brought home a lot of purple ribbons and a lot of youth that had a successful time at the State Fair. And, you know, regardless of what placing you get, there's a lot to be learned at the State Fair, and it's a really good learning opportunity for the 4-Hers that attend. Talk a little bit again about the, as we go into the new 4-H year, uh, maybe the little the different age divisions about uh, within 4-H. The, there's different levels. Uh, maybe you can kind of fill people in on that. Yeah, so when you join 4-H, you can really join at any age. Um, kindergarten is the youngest age, I guess, and then you can go all the way up through one year past high school. So um, it's really an, a program for the whole family. And if your family is joining with a kindergartner through a second grader, that's called the Cloverbud 4-Hers. Um, so they had the opportunity to really explore all the project areas, um, really have fun, learn about what 4-H is, and it's non-competitive. So they all are just having fun and learning um, and getting to know what 4-H is about. Once 4-Hers get into that third through fifth range, they start to have more of a competitive 4-H experience. Um, and they can start learning more about specific project areas they're really interested in. So maybe they find they're really interested in sewing or sheep. Um, they can start to go to workshops on those things or learn more about them in their, at their club level. And then um, we have our next age group is kind of at six through eight, and that's when you're eligible to go to the state fair. You have a few more leadership opportunities. And then that nine through 12 or 13, I guess, um, is when you have the opportunity to really advance their 4-H at career. Um, they can do things like state ambassador, agriculture ambassador, and really take that final step to um, gain those leadership skills that will help them in their college experiences or career. Certainly uh, just a great program, and uh, we you know, partner with you guys all throughout the year, and so we... Uh... We rally the flag for 4-H all the time, but it's a good opportunity to, you know, to always remind people that uh, programs are out there and, and um, there's just such a wide, vast range of different things that 4-H is about nowadays. Uh, so it's an uh, opportunity for just about anyone. Absolutely. And we encourage everyone 
to join 4-H. Regardless of what your interest area is, there's somebody here in 4-H that's willing to help you grow that interest, whether you're interested in science or you're interested in baking or sewing, whatever it happens to be, we can help you find um, a way to grow in that interest area. Before we go, I'll let you uh, give a plug to the uh, all of the dedicated adult volunteers that you have, not only as uh, club leaders or things like that, but uh, also just outside sources. But uh, as many as you have, there's always room for more, too. Yeah, absolutely. Wright County has... Um, just close to 175 volunteers, which is really exciting for us. And anybody who knows 4-H knows that our program is what it is because of our volunteers. They help um, with a variety of different project areas and programs that we offer throughout the year. Um, but with that being said, we always are looking for new volunteers. So if you have an interest area that you'd be willing to lead a project or program on or there's a certain um, Part of 4-H that really interests you helping with, um, please let us know, and we have a process that our volunteers go through, and then they can help with those different projects and programs. All right, Kim, uh, give us some contact numbers, um, either both online and phone numbers, to kind of wrap up here today. All right, so you can go to our website, which is extension.umn.edu backslash right, or you could give us a call at 763 763- 682-7394, or you can even check us out on Facebook, and we're Wright County 4-H. And I would imagine uh, uh, kids and or uh, adults that are already involved in a particular club, there'll probably be discussion about when that first, you know, kind of kickoff meeting uh, will be held. But um, uh, before that, people can, can call and inquire, too. Yes, absolutely. And feel free to call anytime, even if it's a few months from now and you just weren't sure if you wanted to join. You're welcome anytime, and clubs will accept new members year-round. All right, Kim, always a great pleasure to talk to you and give our best to all the 4-H clubs and kids, and uh, we will talk again next month, if not before. All right, sounds good. Thank you. Kim Fox with University of Minnesota Extension and 4-H here in Ryan County on today's Spotlight on KRWC.